The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. The Secrets of Stargate, Episode 82. Janet West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we got to do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. You say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. Hello and welcome to The Secrets of Stargates, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargates movies and TV series, including SG-1, Atlantis, Universe, and more. I'm Father Corey Stika. With me today are Lisa Jones and Victor Lambs. Howdy, Lisa. Hey, Father Corey. And howdy, Victor. Howdy do, Father Corey. Before we begin, I'd like to invite you to join our Discord server. We're having a lot of fun over there. You can find your invite at sqpn.com slash discord. Also, you go to sqpn.com slash merch to get your t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and much, much more. You can have the nice Secrets of Stargate t-shirt that I'm wearing, except I'm wearing my black shirt over it, so you can't (laughs) actually see it, but you'll have to trust me. I am wearing it. You can get that and much more there at sqpn.com slash merch. Today we are discussing The Light, 18th episode from the fourth season of Stargate SG-1. The Gwalwold have created a human bug zapper. An ancient Gwalwold palace contains a light show that draws in those who visit. SG-5 and Daniel return to Earth after exploring the palace and begin to go through withdrawal symptoms, leading to the deaths of SG-5 team members and Daniel's near-suicide attempt. SG-1 goes to investigate, finding a 15-year-old child hiding in the palace, and they begin to experience the same symptoms. A hidden Gwal device under the light show creates an addictive chemical imbalance. Once they figure out the addiction device, they're able to wean themselves off of it over the course of three weeks. So, Victor, what do you think of this one? Yeah, this episode shouldn't work as well as it does. I'm not (laughs) saying it's a great episode or it's one of my favorite episodes, but... Um, on paper, this this probably shouldn't have worked as well as it did. It's another, you know, Daniel gets whammied. Um, the mm. pacing is kind of slow. We're 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 you know in the light room. We're out of the light room. They're trying to figure out what people are addicted to. Is it the light? Is it not the light? Is it the light? And I think what really sells it is uh, Lauren, the character Lauren, and then Jack's uh, you know relationship. And even Teal's, you know, interactions with him and just, um, mm-hmm. you know, the the pathos and the and the story that that Lauren brings to to the table. So, um, yeah, it's it's it's, uh, you know, like I said, not one of my fa- not one of my favorites, but, um, you know, on paper, it shouldn't work as well as it does. But it's it's an episode you can watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Lisa, <laughs> uh, I will partially agree with Victor. I, I do think it's a kind of a. If this episode was not in season four, it would be considered a much better episode than it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is that season four is one of the best seasons, and it's definitely yeah. the best season of the four um, so far. So, like I said, if I think it was against like season two, we'd be like, wow, this was a great episode. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because season four is such a darn good season, you know, we're kind of like, meh, it's... It is what it is. It's kind of yeah. middle of the road to me. It's not bad. It's not great. 
it's um, enjoyable. You know, I, I enjoy watching it back. Um, mm. There are nice little moments with different uh, team members and characters. I will say that um, kind of in the light of all of the mental health crisis that is going on in this country, especially, it is kind of, it's it's hard to watch back mm -hmm. and to, um, you know, face Daniel facing suicide and have the character in the very beginning and then they lose a whole team. So yep. for me, that part, you know, 20 something years later, just, just is really hard to watch mm -hmm. um, in the way that it's handled. But overall, I, I've always liked this episode. Um, and Jack finally gets his vacation. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah, for he three does. weeks. <laughs> three-week vacation in a castle by the sea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and, and I have to admit, there is a little bit of the, you know, after-school special of, you know, in this. This is clearly, uh, we need to talk about, you know, drug addiction and, and suicide and things like that. You know, there's a, there's a little bit of that. And, and I mean, it, you could go through the, like, the DVD notes and things like that and probably, you know, learn more about it, you know, why it was done um, when they did it and everything, and, you know, it was Richard Dean Anderson, because he's always been very strong on, you know, pushing a lot of the, uh, you know, the say no to drugs and the, uh, you know, suicide awareness and things like that. And all good things to push, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's always been a good advocate for people. But was this kind of like, no, I want an episode where we talk about drug addiction and things like that. Because, I mean, and he kind of calls it out of, you know, well, there goes a lifetime of saying no to drugs. Yeah. You know, it's kind of an explicit thing. So, but that being said, for an episode that really is a, an episode about addiction and and withdrawal and, and suicide, it's probably one of the best ones out there. I mean, and it is a good episode. You're, you're right, yep. Lisa. It, it, this is one, if this was first season, second season, we'd be calling this one of the stronger episodes of the season. Mm -hmm. You know, but, you know. You compare this to Window of Opportunity. You compare this to to 2010. You compare this even to the the previous episode we just talked about. This kind of pales in mm -hmm. comparison. So, yeah, and it feels like it's kind of walking a familiar path. Like we we had, um, you know, Daniel getting addicted to the sarcophagus in need, mm -hmm. right? And acting like a jerk to his friends. Last episode, we had him getting, you know, whammied by the Harcesis child and, <laughs> and being a jerk to his friends. And then in this one, he gets whammied, you know, he gets addicted again and is, is a jerk to General Hammond and stuff. Um, so, but, but apart from that, you know, I think it, I mean, maybe it would have been like better if Sam had like been exposed initially. And we do get one scene where, where she and Jack are, you know, having withdrawal symptoms and kind of get into it. And, that just is like, oh, no, like mom and dad are fighting, you know, moment. <laughs> yep, there. Exactly. And so it kind of would have been interesting to see how how that would have played out if 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 Sam had just like like laid into General Hammond or something. Um, just because we've yeah. seen Daniel do it so many times before. Yeah. Well, and, and Daniel can get away with it because he's the civilian yep. contractor versus, you know, uh, Jack or, or Sam, who basically all he has to do is say is stand at attention now. You know, <laughs> the yeah. argument ends, you know. Um, it's very different when there's when rank is involved versus a uh, uh, civilian getting involved in that. But yeah, it, it it is another Daniel gets gets whammy. But in this time though, it, it's they all do, and it, it mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, and I, I did like yeah. that scene on the beach where 
Jack and Sam are starting to go at it with each other. And it's, yeah, and it's he like, says, that's Sir. no way, Colonel. You know, yeah. it's like, not, you're yeah. not just going to say no way, way to me. That's no way, Colonel. You know, <laughs> you're she's like, can you pers- keep this up yeah. for the rest of our lives? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rest of our lives, sir. Yeah. That yeah. Exactly. It, felt, it felt very real. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and just just to go back to uh, you know Daniel kind of kind of get laying into General Hammond, you know he's facing withdrawal and he's you know telling General Hammond he needs to go back to the light and saying mm-hmm. that General Hammond just isn't getting the point. And then we get a really good kind of rejoinder from General Hammond where oh, yeah. know, he's been spending the last two hours working on either mm-hmm. Lieutenant or Sergeant Barber's. Uh, um, Lieutenant, yeah, yeah. Is it his, you know, notes his family where he can't, you know, divulge anything or, you know, why he died, what he was, you know, doing there and stuff. And, and, um, I thought that was very effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, that, that was, that was quite the, the, the scene to start out with too, where you could see when Jack's talking to him about the bet. And of course, the bet yeah. was that Sam yeah. wasn't going to go on vacation, but she was going to go out and check this out. But when Jack's talking to this lieutenant about the bet, this lieutenant Barber, and he just got that distant, uh-huh, yes, sir, uh, I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on here. And, of course, yeah. he was just waiting for, for the kawoosh so he could go jump into it and get annihilated. Yeah. yeah. And this is, SG. you mentioned SG-5. I was looking at yep. I think they're the fifth SG team to get completely wiped out. Yeah. 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 SG-7, SG-11, SG-10, um, SG-6, Six. and now SG-5, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did, that's, did that's 11 get a couple a good, uh, of times or yeah <laughs> yeah they're not all prime numbers or something so but that would have been interesting yeah, yeah. they were i mean it, and it, it yeah it, it's it's expected for a show like this you're gonna have the other teams are, are basically red shirts you know they're they're mm-hmm. there to to get wiped out so sg1 can come in and save the day you know, or at least get, yeah. get injured or whatever. So SG one can come in and save the day. They're the, they're the, they're the captain Kirk's. They're the, the prime officers and mm-hmm. everybody else is just kind of there to make them look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and up until now they haven't, except for Kowalski, they haven't really killed off a major character. So, which we know yeah. they will down yeah. the road and deal with the, the emotional fallout from it. Yeah. But for now they just keep, uh, Using the red shirts. Exactly. <laughs> As it should be. You know, that's, yeah. that's what they're there for. Well, and in this episode, Tilk finally had a little bit, little bit more to do than he has the rest of the season, except for uh, the one episode that was all about him. We've been, when I, re- when I re-listen, yeah. we talk a lot about how Tilk doesn't have anything to do. And that episode with, with Lauren was very nice, I thought. Very well done. Talking about birthdays and the weapon, the toy gun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was, uh, you, you really, I, I was thinking about the one where he was the bug and they had, I don't remember the girl's name, the girl that plays Cassandra later, you know, they had mm-hmm. him interacting with her, remember in the warehouse? Yeah, Scooter or whatever yeah. her name was. Yeah. Or, not Scooter, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but they, you know, uh, he just, he just has such a nice rapport with children, much like Richard Dean Anderson does. And so mm-hmm. I thought you really saw that come through uh, for this. It's a yeah. nice addition. Yeah, absolutely. And and we figure out in this episode that Teal'c is 101. And about to and, have a yep. birthday. About to have a birthday. And and I saw online that, you know, judging that this episode came out, you know, in, in mid-January 2001, there is speculation that Teal'c's birthday is March 14th, 1899. Wow. Yeah. 
That puts it into perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Well, we of course, we, that we knew that Tilk was much older than he appeared, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we learned they don't celebrate birthdays. Right. Probably because they have so many of them. Or, you know, well, they're, they, they're, it's not about them. It's about the, the it's about the gold that they're oh, that's right. yeah. part of. Yeah. You know, so why would they celebrate their birthday? You know, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Gwaul allows them to have their birthday. So, Or maybe there was like a Christian scientist civilization that they ran into first or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Can I give you a copy of the Watchtower? Well, it's, it's you know, I mean, do Klingons celebrate their birthdays? Uh, I don't think so. Unless they're on a human ship. So yeah. maybe the Gaul follows it, or maybe the Jaffa follow the same practice. We're here to die, so we don't want to celebrate the, the, how long we've been alive instead of dying. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that assumes also that Chulak has an orbit that is, like, similar uh, to Earth's. If it had an orbit that was only, like, 100 days, it's interesting. And then Lauren has a frame of reference for years as well, so it's kind of kind of interesting. Yeah, he's he's fifteen years old. He says, but again, yeah. is that fifteen Earth years? Is that you know if if, if he's on a planet that's yeah. the uh, distance of Mars, that would be you know much less, or that'd be longer than fifteen Earth years. He'd be closer to twenty. Mm-hmm. By the way, the actor was like twenty two or something like that. Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's still in that era when you would have like. Like, I'm a 17-year-old, and then you yeah. look it up, and the actor's like 28, and you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't, I mean, he doesn't, I, I hate to say it, that was not a good casting, because he did not look well, 15 at all. I, thought, I, th- I think it would be even more effective if he was supposed to be like, you know, 20 or 21, but still had kind of like, you know, the mental, if he had been there for mm-hmm. like, you know, 10 years or something, which, right. you know, what did he eat? Like, they, they talk about how they have to like, send food through the gate for SG-1 to eat, and what's Lauren been eating like the whole nice. time? I assume they found the the canned food supplies for right. the gold. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know, like natural natural plants out on the beach, yeah, crustaceans yeah. or something. He yeah. hunted. Yeah, I mean it was, yeah. it was easy, obviously easy enough to get out of the palace to get onto the beach, so you could probably find things. He was eating rabbit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> space rabbits. <laughs> yeah. So we see yet another of Daniel's apartments. He keeps changing apartments. Yeah. You ever notice that? He does. This one's pretty nice. Yeah. So yeah. I looked it up. It they, they show you when they show the building, it's Hel- Helmkin Street and Mainland Street in Vancouver, of course. But this is supposed right. to be Colorado Springs. And th- that corner is actually today Yaletown Brewing Company, the building that they show. Huh. Oh, okay. So it's actually a commercial building, you know, because they show yeah. the one building. So you can go go look at it now. So now, now you need to go up to Vancouver and find Yaletown Brewing Company and go have a beer underneath Daniel's apartment. There we go. Sounds like a great place for a meetup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. I don't know how many. I wonder how many uh, Canadian listeners we have. Let us know if you're a Canadian yeah. listener, eh? Yeah. <laughs> now I just turned them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daniel, uh, I, this is like his third or fourth, isn't it? Yeah. At least, at least third. At least third. Because he had one. I, I, I don't think. Yeah, we did see it earlier this season, too. Didn't we? His, Cause, yeah, yeah. Cause that, this is at least his third because the, the apartment that they cleaned out in or the, were going to clean out when they thought he was dead in the wasn't giant, the same one yeah, that he had laced in water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Crystal Skull, didn't we see it again in Crystal Skull? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yep. okay. I think so. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that the yeah. season? 
<laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, man, it's all running together now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I suppose it's, it's like anything else is what's available when they're shooting. Right. You know, when they want to shoot a, da- you know, Daniel's apartment scene, what's available. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like Jack's cottage, same thing. You know, he's had several houses and then now he's got his, his Minnesota cottage. So. <laughs> Lake, so that that again, it's it's whatever that's available for them. Um, yeah. Now the now this episode's called the light, and it's about this this light, which um, we learn we think the light is what's you know addictive and causing like dopamine you know mm-hmm. rushes and stuff, but it's actually you know a transmitter under the light, and the light is just kind of like laser Floyd, you know, the light show you look yeah. at. Um, well, and st- the, the light and does st- the light does have a uh, uh, attractive nature where people are sucked into it because you know there's a couple of times where jack says you know it's been an hour already you know where he's just zoned out on the light but then you've got the thing underneath Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah that's the drugs i mean the or the the yeah the 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 transmitter there so we have a lot of beats where it's like is it the light is it something else is it is it something Mm -hmm. you know because you know daniel's on death's door and then, you know, they Jack basically like carries him through the Stargate and he starts to recover when he's nowhere near the light. And so they mm-hmm. eventually piece together that it's that it's something else. Yeah. And, um, you know, they they take it apart, but they can't figure out how to turn it on or or off. Yeah. And then Lauren knows, of course, because the tragic thing is that, you know, Lauren's parents came yeah. to this planet and they got addicted to the point where they ignored their their kid and um, yep. asked him to keep bringing him food and stuff. So there's, you know, the the whole, you know you know, addicted parent sort of kind of routine running through that where the kid has to take care of the parent basically yep. until he just like stops to see if they'll come out. And then when they do come get hungry and come out, they go, he turns it off and they go nutso and run into the mm-hmm. the ocean and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was pretty sad. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it, he is, he was able to figure out how to turn off the, mm-hmm. the drug device, yep. you know, not just the remote control for the light, you know, which looks like a big, you know, fancy uh, garage door opener. Yeah, thing, it does. <laughs> that it just needed the batteries to charge up, and and from that they can they can dial it down a little bit at, at a time, so they don't yeah. have to quit uh, cold turkey or uh, or or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, and, I liked the, uh, the the aspect of the light. You think about it; it was the electronic thing or whatever that was the addictive portion, but the light is what attracted them and drew them to it, where they couldn't leave the room. If you think mm-hmm. about it, once they turn the light off. They didn't just stand around and look into space anymore. Right. So I liked the scene where Jack's, no, yeah, Jack had been on Earth, comes back with Daniel. They've sent stuff through the gate. Like Carter and Tilk didn't know they'd gone and come back. And then he gets stuck with the light. And then Daniel comes, you know, it's just, they're trying so hard. And uh, I kind of liked that. And then once they figured out how to turn off the light, then they didn't get stuck and lose time anymore. Yeah, I like that that first scene where they're they're getting they got sucked into it, you know, mm-hmm. where they found out it's been an hour, and you see Jack just standing there staring at, it, and then also just kind of shakes his head and is like, "Whoa, what was that?" You know? Yeah. And then you know Sam and Tilk are both standing there, and Tilk's got you know his kind of his goofy smile on his face, and <laughs> it's like, "Let's go." What? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah, it was yeah, wasn't there one point where like he literally grabs Sam and turns her around? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's just so zonked out on this light. It's like, stop looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go in and they're like, we're just going to look at the base. 
we're not going to look at the light. And then yeah. they still get stuck. And they still, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the, the light definitely had an attractive element to it. And it, I will say this for year 2000, 2001, that was very impressive. You know, light effects and yeah. special effects and everything. I, it, it looked really, really good for, again, for the time. Be- because it does have this volumetric, like, there's like, it's almost like a mist at some point, but it's light yep. and it's lighting up the actors' faces while, you know, they're kind of interacting and it's kind of this, like, uh, you know, mist-like substance and stuff. So, yeah, it was it was very, very cool. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. some of it you could tell it was just gel lighting, you know, just standard yeah. gel lighting that was moving. And some of it was, you know, CGI of some sort. And they did, they did a really good job with it. So, I mean, it made it look effective. You know, all I can think of those, like, I can't remember which one. Of the, well, I think it was one of the Pixar movies where you know, see these two bugs and one's flying towards the light. Oh, it's so beautiful. Stay yeah. away from the light. Stay away from the light. <laughs> Zap. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Blinded by the light. Yeah, Shut exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where they yeah. got the idea for yeah. the... Uh, Got it. Yeah. From from a drug trip on in, on the music. Manford, yeah, man for man. <laughs> yeah. By the way, have you ever heard the the original uh, um Bruce Springsteen version? Very That's, very different. Uh, wait, Bruce Springsteen Bruce Spr- produced it. Bruce Springsteen wrote it and produced it first. Before Man for Man? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I I'm, I'm <laughs> I may have. I don't recall. Yeah, it's very yeah. different. It's very different. It you know, Okay. It, Think of Bruce Springsteen's style, but then those lyrics. Okay. <laughs> look that up later. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, said, I, think it, I, I think it was Bruce Springsteen who recorded I, yeah, it, and then Man for Man re-recorded was, yeah. it, and of course, that's the big hit, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. which is which is weird, right? But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we don't find out how long Lauren had been there. No. Right? Or how long no. he'd been alone, even, without his parents. I mean, his clothes look pretty rugged, so you assume he'd probably been there for a while. And he had a lot of stuff you know, that he had collected together in his little mm-hmm. bedroom. So Yeah, and I was thinking the way he spoke to them but didn't want to be... He, he just... He spoke as someone who maybe had been alone for a while and maybe yeah. had, um, you know... Since he was a child, not matured fully, mm-hmm. you know, kind of yeah. lost his, that social and, interaction. Yeah. And I mean, his parents were completely deteriorated to bones. There was, mm-hmm. you know, nothing That's left true. but a few scraps of cloth and bones. So, you know, that, that, that takes a while, even, you know, somewhat exposed to the elements like they were. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And in his photo, and he has that photo of him with his parents. And you mm-hmm. have to, yeah. And so he looks to be, I don't know, maybe eight or nine there yeah, or something. So it, I don't know. Might have been, you know, a few years anyways, but yeah, yeah, he probably had to figure out how to hunt. If he didn't already know, he probably had to, you know, figure out how to scavenge if he didn't already know, things like that. But well, his, I his... guess he'd been bringing them food while they were addicted. So mm-hmm. he was already yeah, having to figure food. that out because it had been a while before they well, died. You would assume that they first went there because they were travelers. They were, you know, explorers mm-hmm. or whatever. And so you would assume they, they showed up with so much food for however long they were planning on staying there. Right. So... Yeah. What's he going to do now that he's on Earth, right? So he, he joins the ranks uh, of children who are, the SG team is brought back to Earth. They have like a yeah, boarding exactly. school with yeah. all these kids in it or what? A school for exceptional yeah. young people or something. Maybe we'll send them to, maybe we'll send them to the planet where the, the kids were all the, the smart the smart ones and then they got all the knowledge taken from them. Uh, yeah. yeah. He and he can go friends. to that school instead. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just send them all to the beta site. Oh, we do. We, we don't have a beta site yet, do we? Not yet. I think they. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they, they did. They try to establish one and then it was. Yeah. The first yeah. one I think was, was discovered by the Gould and. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, they had, had the one tour. There was the, you know, watching the, the solar flare through the telescope mm-hmm. and it turns out everybody yeah. ends up dead and. <laughs> That was one of them. So they haven't had much Cassandra, luck yet with beta yeah. sites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't think about there are there are a, a, a good amount of uh, alien and, uh, children running around in Colorado and Springs. Cassandra's the only one we ever see again. I don't think we see any of them. Any of the other ones? Mm-mm. No, yeah. we don't see Jack's clone again. Mm-mm. We don't see um, not Ryak, but the. Uh, the other one, um, <laughs> yeah, the one, the one with the retu. Yeah, yeah, that he's, was it. Yeah. he's still around, isn't he? Somewhere. Yeah, Nyan. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Oh, and then Nyan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but that is interesting so we, when they bring them back. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They just, you'd like to think that maybe, they. Maybe that'll be a new series. Will be all these kids that were brought back through the Stargate, yeah. trying to get back to getting back through it again. The one hundred. They something. were put into foster care with SGC personnel. There you go. Yeah, the left, the left behinds or something. There's yeah. Okay. We we don't talk about level twenty three. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's on level twenty three? A very big playground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a nursery. And then yeah. it's just all those foothold, like, you know, pods that they're all hanging in and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Being fed artificial simu- uh, simulations. Yeah. So on that note, anything else you want to say about this episode? I feel bad because it's not a bad episode, but there, it, it's just, I don't know. You know, it's this, I feel like I don't have much to say. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, if it's any consolation, uh, Joseph Malazzi, uh, I just saw a quote here that um, he considers it one of the few misses of the last half of season four. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't really click for him. I think, you know, it, like I said, it shouldn't work. It's it's kind of a, you know, message episode. It There's a lot of like repeated elements from other Daniel Gets Addicted episodes. <laughs> but I think there's enough going on with, with Lauren and Jack and Teal'c to, to um, you know, make this one worth watching in its yeah. own right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So do we have any alternate titles? Yeah, most of them were um, just translations of the light into other various languages. Uh, in French, uh, it's that, uh, you know, candlestick from uh, Eating the Beast. <laughs> yeah. La, <laughs> La Lumiere. <laughs> yeah. That's Lauren coming to be a guest. I can't sing any more of it, otherwise we'll have to pay Disney. But um, yeah. and, uh, probably too late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Shek, uh, it's uh, Svetlo is is the light. And then uh, German, Das Licht. It's so. actually just, it's just the light in German. It's not, Teen no. gets addicted. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not the addiction of the light in, unto darkness or something. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool to like give some of these like, you know, Star Trek Discovery names or something, you know, <laughs> with a really long like. The light of addiction is what draws the moth to darkness or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. So we have a little bit of feedback here. Oh, this we week. do. Excellent. Yay. Yes, we do. From Paul Leone on Yay. YouTube. He's talking about our 
Uh, episode 79 for Chain Reaction, The Great Return of Mayborn. Yes. He says, this is a fun episode. Mayborn is maybe my favorite recurring character. <laughs> 2010 is great, too. Yeah, I, I, I think we all agree that Mayborn is, he becomes yeah. such a great mm-hmm. character, you know. And it, this is kind of the point where, like, 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 like I said, when we talked about this, where he kind of starts coming in his own. He's no longer the NID nerd. He's, you know, he's <laughs> becoming his own character and kind of pushing back against Jack. And, you know, and we, we see the, the bromance established in this one. So, yeah, enjoy me. Enjoy Mayborn. We, we'll get to see a lot more of him, especially mm-hmm. when he becomes king. <laughs> yeah. He just such a fun can't episode. wait to be king. There you go. Oh, now we now have, now just, we, yeah, like, that's another. Now we owe a million trouble. dollars. <laughs> yeah. So before he, before he, Victor causes us to spend more money uh, to Disney, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Robert D, David B, Bill Q, Elaine H, and Andrew V. And if Victor keeps going, we'll need a lot more patrons. Yes. Because their generous, generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate in all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Be sure, to, be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or other podcast apps. We're also on YouTube at youtube.com slash Media. If you enjoy the secrets of Stargate, please share this with, with your friends and those you know. Share, share those with those you know are interested in Stargate and our other shows. Uh, you can share them from your, your podcast app, or you can share them again from YouTube. To find the previous episodes of Secrets of Stargate, and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Stargate. Our email for feedback is stargate at sqpn.com. Follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash StarQuestMedia, or on Twitter at sqpn. We'll be back next time when we'll be discussing Prodigy and not the Star Trek series. That's on Secrets of Star Trek, the episode Prodigy, which is the next episode of SG-1. Until then, Lisa Jones, thank you for sharing, for joining me in sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thanks, Father Corey. And Victor Lambs, thank you as well. Thanks, Father Corey. And remember, none of it means anything. And once again, I'm Father Corey Stika. Thank you for listening to the secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. And that's no way, Colonel... Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? Hi, everyone. This is Dom Bettinelli, CEO of StarQuest, with a special message as we approach the Christmas season. This past year, the StarQuest Network has continued to expand our mission of exploring the intersection of faith and pop culture through our many entertaining and informative programs. Now we need your generous financial support to reach new audiences with more of the life-changing and uplifting programming We've been creating for more than a decade. That's why it's very important that we hear from you this Advent and Christmas, the time when nonprofits receive most of their support for the year. If you are already a supporter of StarQuest, we thank you and ask you to prayerfully consider increasing your support at this time. If you're not yet a supporter, please become one now. Every gift counts. Could you give $15 or even just $10 per month? Whatever level of support you can offer, please show your support for SQPN this Christmas. And remember that your gifts may be tax deductible. Just go to sqpn.com give. That's sqpn.com give. May God bless you this Advent, and may you have a blessed Christmas season.